1: It's over. Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't turn it off! It wasn't my war! You asked me, I didn't ask you! And I did what I had to do to win, but somebody wouldn't let us win! And I come back to the world, and I see all those maggots at the airport, protesting me, spitting, calling me baby killer and all kinds of vile crap! It was a bad time for everyone, Rambo. It's all in the past now. For you! For me, civilian life is Nothing! In the field, we had a coat of honor. You watch my back, I watch yours. Back here, there's nothing. You're the last of an elite group. Don't end it like this. Back there, I could fly a gunship. I could drive a tank. I was in charge of million-dollar equipment. Back here, I can't even hold the job.
0: Fucking get up! Welcome to the Syndicate, a film and TV podcast. Be a part of the conversation as industry insiders, genre lovers, and
1: cinephiles dare to peek beyond the curtains of imagination and dive into the art
0: of cinema. Join us as we want you to spend less time scrolling and more time watching. Now, here's your host, Armand Haddad.
1: All right, Todd, welcome back. It's been a hot minute. I can't believe it's been a minute. Please don't tell me the last time you were on was Prestige. It was the last time, yes. So it's been a while, bro. That so was yes. like three seasons ago. Oh, man. It was okay. it was a while ago. It was a while, but I'm, that's okay. Yes. I'm glad you're here, though. And you brought a very interesting movie, uh, First Blood, a.k.a. Rambo First Blood.
0: Rambo. yeah, <laughs>
1: From 1982. So before we get into the film proper, I want to ask you, since you suggested this, uh, how did you first hear about Rambo? Uh,
0: well, as a children, uh, a, tr- a child of the 80s, I feel like, you know, you just know about Rambo. Um, but it's interesting because I feel like First Blood is not the Rambo you think of when you think of Rambo. So that's where I feel this film is actually a lot different than what you imagine Rambo to be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, because like okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. You suggested yeah. it, you're like, okay, yeah. let's do Rambo and I was like, Oh okay, yeah, Rambo First Blood, awesome. Right, right. Because I've seen Rambo before. Uh not the old ones, but I saw the one in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. It was just called okay. Rambo. Rambo. Um, I got a bootleg DVD off of somebody in his trunk. It said Rambo, printed out the cover on like a little plastic thing. I was like, Awesome, I'm gonna see Rambo. So it was him, you know, older Sylvester Stallone. Right. In the jungles of, I think, Vietnam. It looked like Vietnam. And he was like, killing people. And I was like, cool. This is what Rambo is. So when you suggested the first film, so I expected, okay, we're going to go into Vietnam. We're going to see him shirtless with the the bandoliers across his chest, the big uh, machine gun. No. No. None of that happened.
0: None of that (laughs) happened. No. There is a little Vietnam in it, but not as much as you think there is. <laughs>
1: so I went in expecting Vietnam and I was like, okay, so the movie opens and he's like, you know, walking around a scenic mountain town of America. And I'm like, okay, this is the prelude before we get to Vietnam. <laughs> right. So a flashback or a flash forward. Uh, no. Halfway through the movie. I'm like, that's not happening in this. <laughs> right. Did Todd right, exactly. make a
0: mistake? Did he mean to recommend Rambo 2? Right, right. And that's what I I feel like most of the people, when you think of Rambo, it's Rambo 2. Yeah. But First Blood is the first movie, obviously, you know, has it in the title. But um, that's why I like it. I think it's totally different. And it's actually a really cool film. And it, I think it's, Deserves more props than it probably gets because Rambo is so characterized now, you know, oh, yeah. uh, with Stallone and everything like that. And I, I, yeah, I I haven't watched this film in a long time, so that's where I was like, I feel like this is a good way to look at it from a different perspective. All these years later, right. um, and I really enjoyed the film again. I was like, wow, yeah, I do remember. You know, there's a couple scenes that I do remember when I was a teenager, but then most of the other stuff i i couldn't remember you know i just remember he killed a pig in the forest i was like oh man this is awesome <laughs> and like the fire hose scene is like two of the very scenes that like oh, wow. i remember as a kid or a, as a teenager and but that's i don't really remember a lot of the rest of the film so it was really cool kind of getting back to it like yeah this is great
1: Love. did you did you see this in theaters or did you see this on video
0: well i probably saw it on the old vhs you know back in the blockbuster days oh Uh, yeah good old blockbuster days but blockbuster (laughs) yeah so i i probably didn't see this till the 90s like okay 93 94 or something like that uh so yeah it. you know i did not see this in the theater i was like very young even though i'm very old back in 1982 i'm still watching (laughs) still watching some star wars man you know return of the jedi hasn't even come out yet bro that's right (laughs) um
1: so yeah with first blood it's interesting that you saw it on video first because like this movie was definitely like the thing that started the whole action craze of the 80s and 90s like it all started here with this movie
0: yeah yeah i think so i don't know i mean like because you think like commando with like arnold schwarzenegger is another one that stands out you know it was like rambo and now command but yeah i think you know this is the start or we're right on the cusp of just like full-blown action stuff and again that's where i feel like rambo 2 is the one you remember because he's right. got you know he's got all this stuff and blowing up people
1: but yeah this is before van damme this is before Seagull. yes <laughs> <Steven Seagal.
0: laughs> i mean it's all i mean chuck was around but like this right. is still that we're not in prime 80s mode yet with no. all the action you know so that's why again um this one in rocky for stallone i mean he really does show some acting chops i feel right in this film uh, more than his other '80s uh, action buddies, but yeah, I I think this is a really mature film. It you is, know. and I was surprised. It's, yeah, it's got some depth. And I think too, like, um, I, you know, we really didn't talk about mental health as much as we do now, or we don't, we didn't know as much as we do now. Right. And looking at it with that lens, it's like you can't quite blame him for some of the things that happened in this film you know um but there's a lot of mental health stuff that i really kind of picked up that maybe i didn't see see before
1: you know because like i was watching it and i was like going into it like okay this is, this is going to be like an 80s action film and very most of the film is like that it's kind of like the fugitive meets yes like yeah commando or platoon or something right. like that. Right, and then near the, the third act of the film, it's just like this bomb of like mental health awareness and like PTSD, yeah. emotional weights. Yeah, and uh, I was like, emotional
0: oh. damage. <laughs> exactly, and I was yeah. like,
1: I I didn't expect to cry over a Rambo film.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, breaks the, it breaks the kernel, too, which is he almost comes out of character in that little bit at the end. So, right, yeah, I was yeah. really surprised. Yeah. Um, but I do
1: have to say to you, Todd, um, like, I guess, like, to go back to the original question, what drew you towards Rambo? Before we get into the film,
0: like, yeah. what, what drew like, I was like, you could pick anything. and You're like, Rambo. Why Rambo? Well, I, you know, again, you've done a lot of movies. You've done, I, I love what you're doing in Syndicate. Oh, so you. I know you're, you're going all over the place. And I felt like, you know, this is. Kind of my bread and butter, eighties films and stuff like that. But it's something I haven't seen in a while, and it's something I know that I enjoyed. I was like, this is worth a rewatch for me. And okay. I thought it'd be good when I went back into it. Like I said, I killed a pig and fire hose. <laughs> That's all I remember as a teenager, oh, you know. And uh, I am like, oh, we got a young David Caruso. I didn't forget about that. And then I forgot about Brian Denny being the cop. And I was like, uh, and then we had Karate Kid, j- j- you know, Master Dude. I was like, this is great. That's great. Christ. I forgot. No, he's not in that. That's in Rambo 2. Sorry, see? Now I'm mixing my films. I was just, thinking, cause... I was like, oh
1: my god, the guy in Vietnam, that's actually Mr. Miyagi? No. No,
0: no, 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 no. Um, see, I I just heard Rambo 2 the other night, because I'm like, well, I'm gonna going to keep on going, because I got I got the whole thing. Are you and talking about Rambo... the guy,
1: that fought Karate Kid?
0: Uh, the 40-year-old Rambo... dude
1: that tried to be 13 in the movie?
0: No, no, no. So, <laughs> the... Bad Kids School, yes. Uh, Johnny School, yes. The, ma- the 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 dojo master, or whatever that guy. He's in Rambo too. Sorry, oh, okay. totally mixing. I'm sorry, I just started. Okay. And I was like, oh my gosh, not a kid. <laughs> guys in everything. <laughs> it was the 80s. It's time to uh, shine. 80s, yeah, time to shine. You know, you know. So, anyways, um, and then you know the police stuff, man. That that hits home a little different now you know yes yeah. right yes right Yes. so like it's it's like those two things the mental health thing and then the police stuff and it's like this real like labeling and like oh man i it just hits really different for me so why i recommend you know again it's like it's an 80s film i thought it would be great to go back um but i really i actually surprised myself i'm like oh this is actually not it's a different film than I thought it was, you know, so
1: right. Because like the way yeah. it's sold to you, it's like, you know, shoot 'em up action movie, big, well, it's, dude. it's got
0: first blood. And I mean, it's <laughs> like, you're going to see blood, you know? Right. So,
1: right. What's interesting about first blood. And you mentioned uh, Rocky before. Yeah. Stallone wrote both of those movies. He wrote this movie and he wrote Rocky.
0: Yes. Right. And he's he stars he's screen. Yeah. Screenplay. Yeah. I saw that as the credits roll. I'm like, Oh, Stallone, you know, it's based off a book. Yes, um, Agent Orange. But, but um, you know, Stallone's writing the screenplay with this. I was like, "That's I, I, you gotta give Stallone some props here, man." You know, He's... Arnold is not Arnold and Sigal and Norris. They're not writing screenplays. Now, i tell you that. Can you
1: imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger
0: writing? This is what we do right here. I just blow up this guy. Take this guy, and I blow him up here, here, here. <laughs> you know. Fill in all the rest.
1: Yeah, you know? and I'll call it "Jingle All the Way." Perfect.
0: <laughs> at this one point, I'm going to punch a rain reindeer right in the face. It's going to be fabulous. <laughs> I do like I like "Jingle All the Way," uh, but anyway, it's a classic. Um, um, and, it's a classic.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean St- Stallone. He's like, even though he comes across as a meathead, dude knows yeah. like what's he? You know he he's an artist at the heart of it. Like he knows what yes. he's doing.
0: Yes, you know, in in a you know. Again, like, you know, the first, you know, like older movies, right? We have the credits at the beginning and stuff like that. And I'm just like, this dude couldn't grab an Uber. I'm like, oh yeah, Uber wasn't invented. He's just walking, you know, like hitchhiking is not really a thing these days, you know, and it's just kind of walking and, you know, he doesn't have Google maps. He doesn't have a phone, you know, these are all things that like, it just comes from a different lens and you're like, oh yeah, he just, found this address that he's trying to find this guy and he's just yeah. walking for miles and exactly, you know,
1: so you touched upon it. I think this is a good segue into yep. Todd. Could you, for the listener, for me, for you summarize yep. first blood.
0: Hmm. Okay. So John Rambo, uh, a green beret uh, in Vietnam is coming back to visit One of his trying to find friends from his platoon or squad, and he finds out that the last one he is looking for is dead because of Agent Orange. And so he just goes to the next town over, and the cop, the the main chief of police, uh, does not like him. And so that's where trouble arises. And then John decides on, uh, that he will take out his vengeance on this little town and the cops and all hell breaks loose. That's pretty much. first blood.
1: <laughs> Yeah. And like, God, okay. So let's get into it. So like, yes, yes. Rambo, John Rambo. Yes. He is looking for, you know, he was like, he's like, you said, green beret elite yeah. squad in Vietnam right and you know the war's done he comes back to america and he's looking for his old squad mates so yeah he goes to this one family it was african american family right and right off the bat he's like okay i'm looking for this guy and they're like he passed away yeah agent orange just ate, ate away his body you know cancer
0: cancer yeah yeah so that's how the film opens and he's like
1: oh shit he was like this big guy like how could that
0: have happened and, and there's like a certain, like, there's this kind of cool, like tenderness to him. Like, like he's just trying to find his buddy. Yeah. I, I just love that little bit at the beginning. Cause it's like, he's tender. He's trying to like connect with this person. And he's like, Oh, he's not here when he's going to be back. And she's like, no, he's gone. And it's like, now he knows. And it just like, it almost shuts him down. He went from, okay, I'm so sorry. And he just like, what's left because you you know you find out later obviously you find out later that that was the last one that he knew about that is gone and so there's no one left from his elite squad or whatever you know it's just him just him he's the last one left yeah so you know and then it you know again i mean you see this maybe like in born of fourth of july or something like that but just like nam was not good man like nam and, and like this is a US soldier and no one likes them. And it's like it's it's so weird to think about that now mm-hmm. when you look at it, you know, when you look back on it, I mean, again, it wasn't the shoulder's fault that or the people that enlisted to the army or whatever they were doing. Right. I mean, it's a lot it's very political because the political overtones of Nixon and everything like that plays into Vietnam. No one liked them coming back, and it's just like, mm-hmm. it's so. It's like I just can't. I that's not the America I believe in, but that's part of our history where no one was. I mean, generally speaking, you know, if we're talking, I mean, it was not looked upon very well with those soldiers coming back. Right? Like, oh, I mean, so I mean,
1: it, with this film, it's nineteen eighty two. So yeah. that means the production was probably 1981. Vietnam right. ended 1975. Right. So this is still yeah. fresh in it's the psyche of America. And yeah, we have the soldiers fresh. who came back. So they, I mean, it's not their fault. It's the government's no. fault. So they right. went out to serve and to fight in this war against the A Vietnamese. war they
0: have no idea why they're in. You know, it's. Exactly. I think that's part of the problem. And then America doesn't know why they're over there. And then when they come back, it's like, yeah, well, you're the government it's like this very i don't know
1: see like with uh with world war ii there was there was a clear enemy we were fighting against it was like this uh existential threats of fascism sweeping across europe and maybe the whole world so it's like okay we need to stop the Axis. we need to stop the nazis they're like comically bad that's how bad right.
0: they are yeah and and we were attacked i mean that was the biggest thing that got us in the war yeah. in world war ii is like japan attacked us we're like all right but then, obviously, you know, not all Japanese people are bad, but you know what I mean. There was other things that happened there. There was
1: that, an incident that happened. There was a main yeah, event. Yeah, Right, Japanese and so we know us.
0: that's the bad guy, but it's not like the Viet Cong were coming over to America and doing stuff. We don't even know what they were doing. You right. Know? it's like... Because, like, we went over, just, like, a quick tangent,
1: like, we went yeah. over there because, like, there was this theory. Um, the communists uh, were going to like a domino is falling, like, okay, communism is going to spread across uh, Asia and we can't let this happen. So we need to stop it in Vietnam. So that's why we sent soldiers over there to stop the domino effect. And then what ended up happening was just a giant 20 year pointless war
0: that didn't solve anything. Didn't solve anything. And a lot of boys came messed up back from that because there wasn't a lot of also discipline, you know,
1: you right. watch Apocalypse
0: Now, you know, and <laughs> you know, Marlon Brando's you know. just
1: sitting down the whole time. Yeah, he's in the yeah. shadows, you can't really see him. He gets paid the most.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just, it, I, I, again, I'm fascinated with that part of you know, you have this U.S. soldier, and even uh, uh, Teasel is that a Tesla or how do you say the cop's uh, name? Like, I, I think it's Teasel, Will Teasel. Teasel. Okay. I mean, he he even mentions, like, you got a lot of nerve wearing that jacket. And it's a U.S. Right. Army jacket. Right. I'm just like, uh, you know, and I think they're really clever on the who they picked for the cops. So you have a couple. There's like two old cops, you know, uh, and then there's like a couple young cops. So there's like people that are they weren't both of them were not in Vietnam but he was like, I feel like they picked a really good demographic where, you know, these guys didn't go to Vietnam. The kids are too, these cops are just coming in and they're till, you know, like the David Crusoe, Mitch, he's very young. So he's, he, he hasn't, but they both experience it from an outside perspective. And so there's just that, like, you know, just a negative stereotype. Yeah,
1: it it really is. And what's interesting is I don't know exactly where this takes place. It's like,
0: i guess the west washington oh right right you're right yeah washington yeah yeah.
1: and it's a small town and i don't know how deep-rooted the anti-military sentiment was or anti-war sentiment of the time but like
0: yeah but this is a red state probably if we're gonna get political this is probably republican you know
1: wouldn't they be for the war i don't know man i don't know (laughs) if we're talking stereotypes (laughs) But, like, yeah, Rambo, you know, he's just walking. He's minding his own business. I mean, he is, like, well, I, I, we're so far removed. Like, this is almost, like, what, 40 years later that we're looking at this? Yeah. Um. So, like, I don't know. But, like, the reason why the cop was so adamant against uh, John Rambo is because he essentially looked like a drifter, looked like a homeless guy. Right. And he was, like. He's like, oh, where are you going? you going to our town? Yeah. Oh, you want somewhere to eat? You know, there's a great uh, waffle place 30 miles out. 30 miles. Man. Like, well, isn't there a place like in town? He's like, no. So then he drives him to the city limits, but, drops him off.
0: Yeah. But before that, I think, again, this is great character building. They show the cop talking to everybody like hey how you doing Mm -hmm. everybody knows his name like you said small time cop and he's got a good like he's got a good kind of attitude but as soon as he sees rambo he like locks in on him and like this is like this targeting thing you know what i'm saying bro and i'm just like yep you got long hair he came from vietnam Mm -hmm. and you know rambo the conversation in the car sets the whole tone for the movie and he's like rambo's just like Just looking for a place to eat. And he's like, like you said, (laughs) 30 miles away. Now, in nineteen eighty-two, no Uber, no Google Maps, thirty miles away with no car is a track, you know. It is. And uh yeah, I just I I just that the the little part at right before he gets out is like, we want to keep it boring, and I don't want any trouble. And Rambo's like, boring, huh? I was like, you're dead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're just dead. You just, it like, it, 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 it like, he's like, why are you, co-? you know, and even John Rambo, he he goes like, why are you giving me trouble? Like he, he, the cop is instantly targeting him and attacking him yeah. in a way that's inhumane, you know? It is. Dude just wants a burger and some fries. Like, tell me where to go. I'm sure you got a nice little place. It's a nice town, and he's basically you're bad, and you're bad news, and you need a haircut and get out of here. Yeah, right. Vietnam.
1: Yeah, I mean, him saying like you know the next place to eat is thirty miles out—that's a very polite way to say like get the hell out of town. We don't want <laughs> you here. I don't want you here. I don't want any trouble. You don't want he, any trouble. Just get. And
0: he drives him out of town. You yes. know, like literally, just I don't want you walking down the street and interacting with my people. It's like a us versus them thing, you know. And like, what seals the deal, and like, what makes the the rest of the
1: events unfold for the movie is like, so like, he drops him off. Yep. And he's like, okay, it's that way is towards out of town, and then the cop drives towards town, and then he it looks says, in the have re- a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks in the rearview mirror, and he sees John Rambo walking towards him back into town. So then the cop turns around. And he's like, excuse me. What do you think you're doing? And then it just escalates from there. I'm yeah. like, God,
0: what? Dude, just drop it. Yeah. Couldn't drop it. Couldn't drop it. Could not drop it. Because, like, you have, like, for John, I mean, part of it is like, I asked a simple question and you took me out of town. I really just want to go back and get something to eat. I'm clearly not walking 30 miles. Yeah. Sorry. But, you know, now the cop's like, where's your identification? Where's your, yep. you know. Let's see some ID. Put your he hands behind some, your bag. And, and, then, and then Rambo has, again, this is a classic. He's got this cool knife. Yeah. A bowie knife. Yeah. And it's like. Big one. he's like, hunting, you know. And he's like, uh-uh. We're, we're going in. You know, so now he has probable cause, even though it was him that took him and and that's where i just but you know and again like when you, he goes back to the police station it's like everybody's like not liking him already and i'm just like oh boy this is yes all kinds of stuff
1: yeah, yeah. i mean right out of the gate they start you know discriminating against him they, yeah they, they, they just assume like he's a vagrant because he was a veteran and it's like yeah like really like this this dude Served and like he wasn't just a veteran; he's a green beret. Yeah, he was behind right. enemy lines, and like right. as the film yeah. continues, you see that he was a POW. Like he was yes. like, captured; he was tortured for right. our country. Yes, and he comes back to the country that he was fighting for, and like this is how America treats him. It's like, yeah, wow, okay, get thrown in yeah. the gutter uh, immediately, and it's like. Damn! Like really, and yeah, yes. like the people that should be on his side, the law enforcement, like, yeah, screw this guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I and and again, I think that's what's kind of cool. The storytelling bit is like, you know, he's causing a little bit of issues. He's not talking. He's kind of very shut down because he's like, I'm not giving these guys an inch. You know. And then the weird bit is the shower shave bit, and it's like, let's clean him up a little bit, and it's like with a fire hose i just <laughs> they're doing just, it on purpose yeah doing it on purpose and then obviously this where we get a little flashback of Viet, vietnam where he's being tortured mm-hmm. uh the one point he's got like the uh you know like the kind of billy club choking him and they show rambo kind of getting strung up and you know in the water and then you know rambo takes off his shirt and uh david crusoe's mitch character is like do you see this? Like, he's all scratched up. He's got all these scars on him. And it's like, yeah, this guy's seen some stuff, bro. You know? You know how
1: the police, especially Will Teasel, you yeah. know how he came across to me? He came across to me as, like, say, like the star quarterback in high school. You know, he's number one in high school. And then after that, amounted to nothing. So he's like, I want to keep that, you know? uh class so i'm going to become a cop
0: so i can boss yes.
1: people around
0: yes yes it's it's the guy that peaked in high school yeah and he peaked in high school sheriff. and he wants no he is the king of that town yeah and he wants no one else this is my town These this is my his town yeah and it's like uh yeah and it's clear everyone falls in line with the chief and i just like the only one that I again is David Caruso's character Mitch, who's one of the ones that like, bro, we shouldn't be doing this. None of this, you know, because then it's like, okay, so they do the fire hose bit, and then they're like, oh, oh we let's shave them. The guy's got a straight razor, um, and he's like, oh, we don't need shaving cream. I'm like, bro, <laughs> i built <in> the barber. <laughs> you need some, <laughs> you need you need some shaving cream with the straight razor, man. Do it dry. <laughs> this is the predator where like the guy's like <laughs> shaving himself with a big thing. This is like, this is like full blown, you know, Right. you know? Uh, yeah. So that was
1: weird. I'm watching. I'm like, why are they doing this? I it's, it's, was I, this a
0: thing in the eighties? Well, I think too, the people that are in jail, I think it's just that. Cause he, it's the bath and like the hippie stuff. Like, you know, oh, like people smell like a shower. And, and they did you know, they weren't clean shaven, not clean cut. All these people didn't take baths and they just grew long beards and smoked a lot of pot. You know, I don't know. So I think
1: it's a different time.
0: Yeah. Again, I, I wasn't around uh, like as a teenager back then. So I don't, I have no idea, but yeah, that was the thing. So they get through this whole, the whole thing. And uh, one of the key things is like, it's pretty loose. As far as security and Rambo picks up on it right away. He's like, I know what to do. You know, they kind of show the gun locker, they show a couple things, you know, and it's like,
1: This was pre Columbine, <laughs> pre uh, West yeah. Hollywood shooter, pre 9 yes. 11. Things were a yeah. little bit different back
0: then. A little, little, little loose, you know. Um, yeah. And so he immediately gets the jump on people. Cracks a couple noses, craps a couple you know heads, and yeah, he, he, he gets out of dodge. You know,
1: Rambo starts happening. That's Rambo, Rambo starts.
0: Yeah, Rambo he's, starts happening. He's also, also okay. First Blood should be in your Christmas movie selections because it's Christmas time and <laughs> Rambo time. So, I all this talk about Die Hard, <laughs> you got to put First Blood in your Christmas selection because it's Christmas time in Washington. There, so.
1: Honestly, do you think Die Hard or Rambo First Blood is a better Christmas movie?
0: Well, Die Hard is definitely a better Christmas movie because it has a satisfying ending. First Blood, it doesn't really have a satisfying ending, <laughs> and it's kind of depressing. So
1: It makes you think.
0: It, it makes you think. So, yeah, it, you know. It, so, it was
1: yeah. the proto-80s action movie. It's like, you know what? You know how that movie has a depressing ending? Let's make it more uplifting. Yeah, right. let's shoot yeah. some more people kill the and, bad and guy.
0: catchphrase that everybody says you know. <laughs> first explosions is not to catch, people on yeah. fire yeah yeah people falling from buildings really slow <laughs> yes. you
1: know. oh my god
0: yeah so um
1: i will say that yeah. the action sequence him escaping the the police department and then like the, yes uh the, the chase that ensued the chase after, the chase is great that was incredible i was watching i'm like holy crap these are like uh, really legit, good stunts
0: <laughs> this is a legit motorcycle and a legit car a nice 80s cop car man they're so classic i just love 80s cop car i'm like but there's one part where he's like jumping and doing a little off-road i'm like that's a couple takes there's no way that no way that car survived some of those things but i you know the other thing i was thinking man i was like how the heck did they bring all this equipment into the forest where part of, part of the mystique about like where they're at in the train is very uneven, very rocky and woodsy at the same time. And I'm just like, dude, hauling all this equipment up there. I don't know how they shot this. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what they did, but I don't know. Um, cause, cause it's, it's definitely on location, which is great, but it's like, I don't know how they got all the equipment up there, man. I seen Star Wars where they had to lift the the space whale, you know, like from airplane and like all this stuff. Like, there's I don't know how they Did got you say all the equipment up in the mountain. Space whale.
1: Yeah, what are you talking boat.
0: about? And last jedi they had to like helicopter in because they wanted it on Ireland or whatever. And, you know the nipple, you know our little space whale. That was that real.
1: Friday.
0: It was a real puppet, but they had a.
1: I didn't know that
0: they had to airlift him in, put him down, so oh, some my dude can, yeah, you know, spend all this money. And then, like, how they filmed it with the tracks and stuff. I mean, they had a, you know, it's a, even a modern production when you're on live. I mean, there's so much to go on. I was just like, this is the '80s, right. and they didn't have all this. I'm like, they had to haul this equipment up there. I was just like,
1: it was a pretty low budget movie, uh, yeah. for the time. It was 15 yeah. million, which is pretty low for like That's a movie low. movie given yeah. how much, especially yeah, that helicopter in this movie, that cars are blowing <laughs> up and explosions, pyrotechnics. That's probably where nice. all the budget went. But, like, with uh, that scene, like, John Rambo is, like, on a motorcycle, and he's, like, he's split the, what is it called? Like, split the, the needle, go through the needle.
0: Oh, uh, the whole shot? The whole shot? Or No,
1: not the whole, I guess the whole shot, where he's, like, <laughs> he went through a gas station in between the the gas pumps, on a motorcycle and i'm like <laughs> oh my god yeah, one wrong movie like <laughs> that's it
0: that's it yeah no it's like that's that's a real thing happening. yeah i just love that little chase scene and right away he kind of goes into he's looking for stuff he's got he only has that's the other thing um he only has like a t-shirt jeans and a knife you know um, he doesn't have a lot of equipment, you know, he has to grab a tarp, get some like wire and that's what he uses as like a coat. And, but immediately the cops are like, let's bring everybody. Cause like the, you know, again, uh, Teasel has like this vendetta now. It's like, it's on, it's happening. We are getting this dude tonight, you know, yeah. this, um, this dude, uh,
1: officer Teasel, like, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't understand the per- like it, it, it has to become personal. It, it became personal at that moment where like he's like it was
0: but what what really Armand it was personal the minute he saw him he's true. like I you know again it goes back to the king of the Hill thing like this is my hill I'm the king you're not have yeah you're not having any part of this you're not having any part of this um no. and it was personal he, I mean it you know he's targeted and now Rambo's like Hmm. Now you're the target. You know, it's just coming. It's just. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if
1: big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f***
0: are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST.
1: It's just coalescing in my brain right now because like, it all started because John Rambo resisted arrest initially. Mm -hmm. So that's like, okay, phase one, then the mm-hmm. domino, if we want to use that analogy, start yeah, happening sure. where it's like escalating yeah. bigger and bigger. Okay. We have a car chase. Now we have a manhunt. Now the yeah. National Guard is called in. Right. Yeah. And it's like oh, just for one man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. This is a bit intense. Right. It's a bit intense. But at the same
1: time, I'm not surprised because no. at the same time, like I should look up like when Waco
0: was. <laughs> but like Well, I mean i i they're they're doing kind of like the menace to society thing you know what i'm saying yes. so that's that's the play here but you know so rambo goes into to hiding um and he's kind of again i i don't know where this is actually filmed but i think that's probably a real gorge obviously because they name it um and he's kind of on this flat part of the gorge and he can't Really, do anything, he's kind of trapped. Uh, as he went up the kind of mountainside, and they get a helicopter. And then, uh, I think it's Galt is the guy that is the um one older police officer that was trying to um was roughing up roughing him up, yeah. And now he's got like a rifle. And you know, Teasel's like, uh, just bring him in alive, I want him alive because they want to punish him, right? You know. And so now we got this guy shooting from the side of a helicopter. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. It's so like, ooh, this is now now it's personal for him too and I'm like, okay, this dude yeah, okay, yeah, see it resists arrest and escape, but I don't think you need to shoot him, you know. And Would you say the police were using excessive force? This would be excessive Rambo. force. Yes, this would be excessive force. So, Rambo like throws throws a rock he has a rock or something and throws a rock and it a rock. causes the rock causes the helicopter boots hanging out you know no safety harness and falls
1: not gonna lie that was pretty satisfying for me <laughs> yeah
0: yeah and then the jump the other thing dude Speaking about stunts the jump from the cliff to the tree is like i think that's pretty legit man that was like a legit jump um, and, he, like, Rambo injured his arm, but he is able to grab a rifle, and um, then the cops are on top of the cliff, and they're calling down, and they have this moment where Rambo's like, I didn't do anything. And Right.
1: I think he even said something like,
0: you got your,
1: your own man killed now.
0: Yes. I, this was. Not, he not he basically fault. said, this is not my fault. You got your own man killed, and... Yeah, I. Yeah. This is not me. And they're like, like no, screw and you. And the, yeah, screw you. And they fire at him, and they think they get him, but they don't. And so now they're like, all right, let's, um, let's, uh, you know, let's continue to, f- f- you know, find them. And so now this Rambo kind of does this kind of cloak and dagger thing in the yes. forest with the uh, the dogs. And yes, this is great. That's <laughs> when. I really like the filmmaking right here uh, because like it
1: parallels his experience in Nam where like he's using the tactics he learned uh, in the military for the Green Bay missions to use – that he used in Nam for uh, surviving against these police officers or like one-upping them uh, by by literally creating traps uh, (laughs) that – like uh, pointed sticks to like impale the the cops and like – yeah, it became a predator movie at that point. I'm watching. Yes, it and I'm like, def- Rambo has become the predator, and the cops are now the prey. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, but well, the interesting thing of all that, even that with it, it's somewhat violent and stuff like that. He doesn't. He doesn't kill them. No, it just it doesn't uh, incapacitates kill them. them. Yeah, he just it capac. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the one guy got shot in the leg, and <laughs> they're like. The, the dog handler is like, just put a tourniquet on him. We're going to go get this guy real back. You just stay right here. I'm like, this guy's going to bleed out. <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> um But yeah, he systematically goes through each one and gets them in a sense. And then last one standing is the chief. Yep. And he gets a right at the neck. Like he's right there. And he just basically says. This is on you. <laughs> you know, like this is all your fault. And the other thing that I, I love about Brian Denny's acting, I mean, he it's like he saw a ghost. He was shook. Like this dude, like you said, he he took all the training he had and he knows now this is legit, you know. Yeah. And um but then what I really like is, like, okay, now that they got all the injury guys, they almost keep, like, create this huge base camp. And now the press is there. Everybody's here. It's great. Everybody's happening. Everybody's- and also
1: John Rambo create a little hut in the
0: wilderness. Yeah.
1: Like, he has his yeah. own little fort that he made out of wood. Yes. Into, like, yes. A, I think a cave. So, like, they're both entrenched. Like the cops
0: have their own command center with tents and stuff. Well, he—it's an old mining shaft. That's what that is. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like he's got an old mining shaft or something like that. Uh, you know, back when those prospectors were back in the West. You know, <laughs> um, digging for gold. That's uh, right. So, but then this is when the colonel shows up, and yeah, I really liked yeah. his character. Yeah, he's great. He's straight, straight matter of fact. This like, is my this boy.
1: Is, I know right. how to get him.
0: I'll talk to him. Yeah. Right. And he's basically, he basically tells him what to do. Like, don't go after him. Like, just like, let's defuse the situation because now Rambo's triggered and mm-hmm. he's in full blown. I'm going to get everybody. And it's like, let this die out. And he's going to come off the mountain and then we'll just take him in. Nice and easy. Like, that's all I had to do.
1: That's all you had like, to do. You know what? Let's just go home. Yeah. So like, there was a graph that was a meme. I'm sure you saw it. Uh huh. But this guy has like the X and Y axis. And it was like calculating. He's like, okay, as you can see, the more you fuck around, the more you're going to find out. And that's Will's <laughs> character. <Right. laughs> yeah. He doesn't see that he's the problem. Right. And he's finding out.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. He doesn't see it. And it's like, um,. I think, and the colonel's great. He's just like, you don't know who you're messing with, you know? And it kind of goes through all the stuff. You're just like, bro, <laughs> you picked the wrong fight, you know? That's uh, why again, I think kind of he's a, a high school quarterback thing. Yes, it's like, that you, peaked you, in high school. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and, like, this is him asserting his his dominance. Like, this is, this is my
0: town. It, like, it's, yeah, it's that classic, like, alpha thing, but you're not the alpha. It's overcompensating it's overcompensating right so now you have the press you have the national guard you have all this stuff for this one guy because you have beef with him in a sense you know um so yeah and then and then it's really there's i mean the whole the other thing dude i'm like how did they shoot the whole cave sequence i was like that's a real cave or like, maybe it was made to look real Maybe, maybe that's a little Hollywood magic, but honestly, I think it's a real cave given their low budget. It's probably, yeah, it's probably a real cave. And I'm just like, I'm just thinking again, I'm like thinking like, how do I get the cameras in here? Like, I'm already thinking like, like how do they set up those shots? I was like, this is a really long extension cable and a generator off screen. Yeah. The rats got me, man. No rats, no rats. Like same thing with like Indiana Jones, like no spiders and I Water. hate
1: snakes, Jacques.
0: <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. So then they they kind of find out where Rambo's hold up. So then uh, things escalate quickly with um, the National Guard. They have a rocket launcher. I'm just like, oh, okay. So they're bringing in a Trident here. Okay, here You're we right. go. <laughs> it's like so they they kind of bury Rambo. Uh, they think they get him. The National Guard's like, yay! And of course, like. Uh, uh Teasel, Teasel, or what are we saying? Teasel. Yeah, Teasel. Teasel. He's like, "Don't shoot!" And they shot a rocket, and now he's buried. And they think they get him. And now Teasel's like, "Hey, man, you got to dig this up. We got to find a body." And soon, as soon as that happens, Colonel's like, "He is not there. He is good to go." And he kind of looks around the terrain and kind of hints, like, "I know where he's going to come out somewhere." So that's where the rat sequence is on this whole cave, cave sequence where. <laughs> all the rats are and, you know, basically kind of comes out at the bottom of the mountain where there's like a huge river and the, you can see the national guard kind of just walk past them. And then Rambo kind of sneaks, uh, you know, sticks his head out. But yes. He's like there. The oh, that was so awesome. And it was so good. And then uh, he basically commandeers a truck. He gets, yes. he gets a truck. Yes. Um,
1: yeah. And he goes back and, into town and yeah similar situation unfolds uh yes, the national guard yes. meet him there there's a lot of
0: explosions and dude that gas that gas station explosion that was great. awesome great
1: great that's why i love these 80s films the 70s movies i mean that's practical real effects.
0: fire that's uh, real, real pyro that's no cgi i no. like they blew up a gas station and the gas is still... Like, if you watch that, the gas yes. is still coming out of the... Uh, <laughs> I was like, this is real. <laughs> it's like, this is so real, you know? They can't fake this stuff. I'm just like, man. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. So we have a huge explosion. Um, one of uh, one of the interesting things, too, is like, he's... Hit, so in the back, he's got like, I don't know what... I, again, I'm not a gun guy, sorry, but it's like an M60 or something. And it's, it's a large... Machine I looked gun. at
1: that gun, and I was like, "That's a stormtrooper gun right there." <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> it's but it, it's almost one of those things that should be mounted. It's not really like a it's belt-fed. Yeah, it's, it's a big it's, one. It's a big, it's a big elephant gun. This thing is just ginormous. And what I found interesting is that you know he he's being strategic in what he does. So he you know obviously blows up the um, truck to kind of cause an explosion to To divert his attention to what he's trying to do to get back kind of in town. Um, but he finds a gun store, which is relatively close. And I was like, well, maybe you should pick up like smaller sidearms. And he's like, no, I'm just going to blow this up too. I was like, okay, maybe he's, he doesn't need a gun. I don't know. I, w- I was like, man, I would get all the guns, you know, that you want from the gun store. <laughs> you know, but, uh, the yeah, thing he is, he's up not
1: up. trying to escalate it because, That's, like, everything true. that he does in that sequence where he's yeah. like in the town, he's doing like cloak and dagger stuff, but he's like yeah. causing distractions, like with the gas station blowing up. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, yeah. He doesn't like, I mean, if he really wanted to like recap, yes. Yes. He, he, right. he would have gotten all the guns. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Right. And so at this point, the police the chief is like, bro, we got to situation here yeah um and he's like uh evacuate the building you know evacuate everyone go home (laughs) (laughs) thanks chief got it got it chief you know
1: oh wow we could go i thought we have to stay
0: and and isn't it cool like i just love the old town i love the town they picked i just love the old signs i just love It's got that cool, like, it does have that small town feel. I really like just the look of the town and everything. I just like it. And, uh, yeah, so he starts blowing up Transformers, not Optimus Prime, but Transformers, (laughs) you know. Yeah, cutting out the the power. Yeah, (laughs) taking out the power. Um, And then one of the things I really like is just, like, the strategic thing, like, okay, so the cop's like, okay, I know he's kind of coming for me. So I'm going to get on the roof and kind of scope it out. But he's freaking out because there's a lot of explosions, there's a lot of gunfire. I, I mean, an M60 or whatever he has is yeah. very loud. Um, and, yeah, he knows he's <laughs> he's in trouble, you know?
1: Right. Um, and what's interesting is, so, like, the National Guard is mostly the ones that are trying yeah. to get him at this point. It's just... yeah. Will is Will Teasel is just kind of there, just yeah, for like a pride thing. Like, I need it, I need to get this guy, yeah. Um, but what's interesting is like, um, Rambo's commanding officer, the I think his name is Sam Trollman, uh, the Colonel. Um, oh, yeah, Trotman, Trotman, yeah, yeah, Trotman. yeah. Um, so like this whole time, he's like, uh, Rambo has like a CB radio on him. Or like a walkie-talkie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like in communication with Rambo the whole time. He's like trying to like, he's like telling him like, hey, you know, after this, like, we need you. We yeah. need you. Like the military, like, like you will have a purpose. Like even yeah. though all the other guys are gone, like we still need you. Right. Like i mean being serious.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, Um And there's that great conversation in the bar between Tiesel and uh, Trotman there where it's it's like the night after, or I don't know. It's like before, obviously, all this gun explosion and stuff like that, they're still searching for Rambo in the mountains, but he's basically, like, saying again, like, you know, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, what are you actually doing here? And I, I just love that conversation between them. It's like a real, like, then just kind of calls him out. Like, he calls the spade the spade, like, and he does. doesn't want to hear it. Like, he just doesn't he want does. to hear it. Yeah. Man. It's his arrogance. So good. It's, it's arrogance, and like, the dude. thing
1: is, in, like, that scene, like, yeah. the the army commander, like, totally, I mean, he's pretty down to earth. He's, like, talking to a police officer yes not like right. you know commissioner or like <laughs> right. a captain like right a, yeah cop and like he's like oh like trying to like right
0: now right like it's no like respect US... zero right. it's, respect it's again that army thing it's like that he's political in a sense and it's like I don't care who you are you're just the government you know it's like you almost you're again it's characterization like the government this is so bad you but know? isn't the
1: cops the government too <sighs>
0: not according to him so
1: like does he have that. beef with the post office too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey postman you think yeah. you're you think you're the boss of me postman yeah, that's right right. <laughs> just
0: because you get a government paycheck dude you get paid by the state it's the same thing it's like oh you're the US government That you know?
1: just blew my mind how like disrespectful he was just to like yes. the military in general
0: like, like yeah. Rambo again, Green Beret it's, it's to that top th- the same thing this is my domain mind domain you know um but i it's clear it's clear like what the colonel is trying to say to him is like you are not in control anymore like rambo rambo's time you know rambo's in control you know uh and i just love i just love the little cloak and dagger thing and then we have the police uh the chief's on the roof you know uh he gets the roof Um, and because everyone's else diverted by these explosions and, you know, obviously somewhat of the search party. I mean, mostly cops I think are going to the explosions or whatever. And, uh, and then Rambo spots him on the roof. And I'm just like, (laughs) and it's interesting. He doesn't, he doesn't try to shoot him. He could have probably shot him there because he's popping his head out, but he wants, he's making it again. I don't think he has any intention of killing the chief. I don't think he does.
1: No, because he's bigger than the chief. The chief totally wants to kill Rambo at this
0: point. Yes, at this point, yes. He wants to shoot him, right? Um, And so Rambo knows, obviously, tactically where he's on the roof. He goes in and destroys the the police station, just like (laughs) opens up the gun and just like totally decimates the, the police station. And I'm just like, okay good thing no one was there because there would have been a lot of dead people but uh yeah. he gets uh and then so he kind of sees uh the police chief and then shoots the roof and like basically shoots through him a little bit he gets like tagged in the foot or whatever yeah. and uh yeah and then police chief is down for the count he is um, down. And I, but then, I stood up. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But then the Colonel shows up mm-hmm. and basically says, uh, Rambo, we're done. We're done here. And dude, this is what really hit for me. Like this, this right here is the movie for me. It's like me too. this little, this little speech between what John says to the Colonel, I, it hits you in the feels like, he talks about his buddy, about they're going to hit Vegas. He's got this car. And then he kind of talks about basically like somebody that has a bomb and he opens, you know, this little kid has a bomb and, and uh, you know, blows up his friend. And he's like, just get me home. I want to go, you know, get in the car and we're going to go to Vegas. And Ramble's like, I can't get you home. I, you have no legs. Like, it's just. Right. It's really, really hits home. Like, and he talks about not being able to hold a job because they look at him differently because he was part of Vietnam and him just not fitting in. And I, I think that's a really poignant me- message about mental health and making sure that, like, you take care of yourself. And you know, I, I think part of it is he's trying to find that that camaraderie and that friendship and kinship. That he had, but now the war took him away. And just trying to be a person in society, which no one wants. And obviously, this top doesn't want him. And you know, it's just like that value of who you are as a human and stuff like that. I it's just really well played and really well written and acted in this part. And like I said at the beginning, when we started talking, I'm like, you know, it breaks the colonel. Like the colonel's like, he, he's very it, it, like you said, he he does talk. Like he's having a casual conversation with the cop. He knows how to kind of talk to people, you know, like Rambo hugs him. And it's like, it, it, it he breaks character a little bit and just like, yeah. yeah, this is, we, we did this to you, you know? Yeah. And that's not cool, you know? And so there's definitely something personal there at that point. Like I, and, and the other thing that he, Rambo mentions is like, I went to Fort Bragg where you were at and you weren't there. And the colonel's like, Oh yeah, they, they got me on DC more, you know, like Desk there's job. like, he was looking for him too, you know? Yeah. You know? And I was like, Oh man, he was looking for him too. And he wasn't like, he kind of abandoned him in a way, yeah. you know? And it's like, yeah, I just love this whole part, man. Was I so was good, so
1: yes. surprised during this scene. Like it, we're nearing the end of the movie yeah. and I'm like, how are we going to wrap this up?
0: Yes. It, we're. I mean, it's only like at that point we're about, 15 minutes left of this movie. And I don't know, man, it just, it's, I didn't, you, you don't see it going this way, but it went that way. And then it's like, oh, he's going to get captured here. Now all the yeah. cops are here. And it's like,
1: and like, it just, like per- the, the writing, the screenplay just perfectly encapsulates uh, the trauma that these soldiers went through that a lot of them go through right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, like yes. he even said it. He was like, I went to go serve and I come back and they call me baby killer. And it's like, this is, this is, is this what I fought for? Yes. And it's like, oh my God. Yes. Yes. Eating away at him. Yes. And like Rambo yes. starts crying. Then I start crying and I'm like, I can't believe I'm crying. <laughs> watching a Rambo right. movie. <laughs>
0: Right, but I mean I think I think we owe it to like all our military veterans and stuff like that. Like this is you know, you don't come back the same, you know. And if you don't experience it, it's kind of like the same, you know, like if you don't experience things in life, like you don't really know have have an idea. And I feel like this movie helps you realize like that this just this part of the the time and where we're at in the country and how yes. things were not really taken care of back then. I think a little bit now we're a little bit more progressive, but suicide rates are still very high with yes. the military folks. Yes. And, you know, they come back and they're not the same or they go drinking or they go into drugs and because they can't deal with the stuff in the trauma that they dealt with wherever they were at. You know, um, and that's same the big stuff, thing, different you know, people. Yeah. They let, they come back different people or. It's like with Rambo, it's kind of a double whammy. Not only can he not hold jobs, but people look at him different, and he has no friends. His friend base is gone, you know. And uh, I, I, it's yeah. crazy. You know, it's crazy. I, so
1: I think it's important to have a, a reverence to those that serve because, like, yeah, you know, they're they're making a huge sacrifice. Yes, like they're going yeah. out there and risking their lives uh, for all of the country. So right. I think it's, I think it's important to so yeah. like, remember yeah. that even if you don't yeah. agree with the war, even if you are anti-war, right. it's like, it's not right, their right. fault. Yeah. This is their job. They chose right. the, exactly. the hardest job.
0: Right. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's just, that one came out of left field. And again, like remember that. Your kid like, brain wow. wouldn't remember that. Yeah. My kid, my kid brain wouldn't remember that. I remember a pig and a fire hose. That's what I remember. <laughs> and it's like. You know, so this, yeah, that really hit home. Um, Yeah, and basically then, really, it's just the cops, he's surrounded, and the colonel walks him out, you know, Uh, and then there's just kind of a weird, like, you know like fade i don't i don't know what you call it it's just like it still it, it stops Is it was an 80s action ending where yeah, they're like and like, the movie's done and, and then we have a nice oh norse movies are like that too yeah exactly it's like he stops and then so the one side the credits can happen and you're like <laughs> oh okay that's how they do it oh you know it's just it's you know I, that's what i love about film like this is like encapsulated in time i love that you know and so it's like you get to see kind of what we're not used to in modern movies is like, Hey, where's the third ending of Rambo? There's no third ending. Like what's happening. I'm like, oh, can I fast you. forward to this or, you know, so Where, but yeah. where's the next episode <laughs> right. coming next, next year, you know, Rambo too.
1: So let's get off the fence on a couple questions since we're at the end. Sure. Um, do you think Rambo's character is still relevant today?
0: I think it is. Yeah. I think, um, I think you you have somebody you 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 can again replace Vietnam with my you know whatever war and having you know issues right. fitting back in. I think it is very relative uh, to to current times as well. Right, because like Rambo, other than the
1: PTSD, also has survivor syndrome or survivor's mm-hmm. guilt. Uh, survivor's like, guilt. Yeah, he's the last one. Yes, of his squad. So yeah. it's like very yeah. easy to say like, why me? Why am I the one that survives? Like, these men are better than me. Why why should I survive? Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's very relevant today because, like, Mm -hmm. I think – and this goes into my second question. Like, if if Rambo was remade today, the different Mm -hmm. lead, would it still work? I think it would still work because, like, you don't need Sylvester Stallone to be this Rambo character. You can, like – have it be set in Afghanistan. I mean, right. Seeing what or, happened right. over there,
0: right, and the Gulf War, or yeah, we had yeah, Jarhead,
1: and that yeah. was made in the early 2000s. And Desert Storm was in the 90s, and it still yes. works. it's
0: still yeah, Jar, jar Jarhead's a great. Yeah, that's a great film too. Yeah, Jarhead's a great film too. Yeah, I mean, um yeah, I don't. Again, you, you can use any time period of war, and having somebody come back and try to adjust to society. Uh, it's very relevant very relevant exactly so
1: my third question is is rambo the best action hero
0: out of all Mm -hmm. of them that's no i don't think so so, you got van dam as universal soldier (laughs) you got right terminator
1: as arnold it's (laughs) a
0: totally like that's what i'm saying first blood is not the rambo that we think of you know it's the rambo with
1: the most hearts because I saw Rambo the one... 2008, and all I remember is the dude took the 50 cal of the back of the, the... car and started shooting the guy in front of the driver's seat. It blew up; the
0: body parts going everywhere. Oh, I, I think it was like I think it's Rambo three. I, I, that's why I, I like I have all the Rambo's, and I'm like I'm just watching them now. <laughs> Because, I I mean, I think, the, like, Rambo 3, the only thing I remember is, like, he is literally firing a machine gun at, like, a huge attack helicopter and just, like, you know, D-d-d-d-d-d. and I think that's the Rambo, again. That's I the Rambo remember, everyone knows, and the, the fires Rambo, in the background of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, You know, there's so many good actions. You know, we mentioned them. You got all those guys. And I, I think that's where... Kind of makes it fun when you watch like Expendables, and it's like, yeah, these were all the dudes <laughs> that we grew up with, you know. And it's like, yeah, and, I remember those. And, and then, like, the funny thing, the funny little meta behind it is like, Van Damme didn't want to do it; he was too big. And then, like, Stallone, when they did the first one, Stallone sent, the, you know, like, you want to be in the second one because we got we're we're making we're rolling here. He didn't, you know, Van Damme's like, this is not going to make any money, yet. and like. You know, Stone's like, yeah, well, here it is. Listen, you want to <laughs> get paid? Right, right, What are you doing? Like, what are you doing, Van Damme? Just He's the muscles from Brussels. Muscles He's from busy. Brussels. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think, I mean, Stallone and, you know, in the prime, Stallone and, like, Schwarzenegger are, like, really one, to. You know, they're, you know, doing over-the-top, cliffhanger. I mean, you'd think of all, like, Stallone and – you know and Schwarzenegger you know Total Recall and yeah. Terminator and I mean they were doing all kinds of different different takes on you know uh, the action movie stuff but yeah it, it was a pri- it was a prime it was prime time man it was prime time it was prime time and I'm just yeah. thinking about the Terminator
1: right now like oh, just gotcha. side note yeah. why do they give him an accent
0: the they, Terminator, right? They, yeah.
1: The ter- so he's a robot, so he's programmed yeah. to talk like that. Yeah. Let's make the robot sound like he learned English, but in
0: Austria. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I gotta say, one of the coolest thing about Schwarzenegger is like the first movie. I think it's like it's something Escape from New York, or that's that's no that.
1: Are you talking about Terminator? No,
0: no, no. The, his first Kurt film Russell? is no, yeah, Curse Russell, but there, there whatever his first, it's a, some weird film, and they called him Arnold Strong in that film. Probably Conan and or something. It was before it was right before Hercules. Hercules. But anyways, anyways, he yeah Hercules in New York. That's what it is. Oh okay. Yeah 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 okay. Um. He's, as Arnold Strong, and most movie Hollywood people, their real name, they don't, they change it, right, to be, and Schwarzenegger was like, no, they're going to learn my name and how to spell it correctly, and he just said, he's stuck with it, he's like, I, it's Schwarzenegger, you know, I don't care if people don't know how to say it, they're going to know my name, and I think that's like super, you know, again, it's like believing in yourself, and that's, that's one thing I love about Arnold, he's like, yeah, I have a weird last name, but you're going to know it. You know, but yeah. yeah, you're right. An '80s Terminator robot uh, shouldn't have an Austrian <laughs> basket, but whatever.
1: You know. uh, yeah, believe in yourself, and you you too can become governor of California <laughs>
0: right, right. for that's a right.
1: long time.
0: For <laughs> a long time, that's right.
1: All right, my final question: Would you recommend Rambo: First Blood to a friend?
0: I would. I would say, hey, remember the Rambo? Uh, you know. Um, <laughs> blowing up things do you hey, have adrian. to Hey adrian adrian um uh, yeah i i would recommend this film i would say you know this is not the rambo you think it is right um and you have to go back and look at first blood with a different lens and i i yeah like i said i i think it's it's it definitely is a great piece of history and, and encapsulates a really interesting time in America, you know. I agree, because like, like we're right before Reagan and all this stuff, you know. Right. It's like it's like a weird, it's a little time a really. It's like this weird sweet spot, and I I just love when the, you know it's a great time. Like you said, it's seventy five to eighty two when this film came out. You know, um, I it's a real weird sweet spot where we haven't got into the Cold War with Russia and all. You know, it's like there's just this still, there's still real fresh. And I, I just right. love, I just love this film. It It's great. This
1: film, cause I would recommend it too, because like this movie, I didn't think I would ever watch the Rambos. Right. <laughs> this movie got right. me interested. I'm like, Oh my God, yeah. this character is yeah. actually really interesting. Cause he's yes. not, ju-
0: he's not just an action
1: hero. And like he's like not a there's meathead. There's something more that's, to it.
0: That's yeah. what I'm saying. That, that he's not a meathead. That's the thing. Like most 80s action stars is like you're blowing up things you gotta check yeah you know it's 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 all meathead stuff it's all meathead stuff this one has heart you know i mean yes there's a little violence and stuff like that but this one really a lot of violence yeah (laughs) uh but it has heart and i think that's what makes it a fun film that's what
1: stayed with me the most i'm like I mean, like, awesome set pieces, cool special effects. Yes. Cool practical yes. effects. Practical cool effects, yeah. No special effects, yeah. It was awesome. But then at the end, with, like, the – it just humanizes the whole experience of yes. this character. I'm like, yeah. I want to see the second part. I want yeah. to see a third part. Right. I want to see where his journey goes. because it's, like
0: it's, it's a shame that they went the way they did to the more 80s what we know. Uh-oh. You know, but this this first film is very special.
1: Well I'm glad that you recommended it for today because I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. I was very surprised. I was like, Whoa, this is actually this is good. I could see why it set the trend for like some rambling. Yes. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yes. So, Todd, we reach into the show. Before we go, where can people find more of you? Where can they listen to you more? Do you have a podcast that you want to talk about? Oh, thanks,
0: Armand. (laughs) Yes. If you want to follow me personally, uh, you can follow me at Tizod. uh, That's four Zs. Or you can (laughs) find me at WSDR, Galactic Public Access. That's at WSDR Media. Uh, we just hit the 300 uh, mark. Whoa, so, whoa. Uh, <laughs> so that's pretty cool. So that's the Star Wars podcast. And then I do another Star Wars podcast with my son, Trent. And that's Big T, Little T podcast. And you can find us on the Twitters and the Instagrams and all that fun stuff. So, again, Armand, love talking film with you. I love your podcast. I love Syndicate. And oh, thank you. I'm a big fan.
1: Yeah, I'll put the links in the show notes, but thank you so much for coming on. This has been a blast. Let's not wait two years for another episode. Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: This was great. Thank you so much.
0: That's it for this time on The Syndicate. We hope you enjoyed yourself. Keep the conversation going by adding us on Instagram and letterboxed at syndicate. Or join the Discord server, where you can catch Armand along other podcasters and listeners at syndicate.com slash discord. And until next time, stop that scroll and spend more time watching. Goodbye.